One listener described it as the best way. They said, you guys walk right up to the line without going over it. Welcome to Brand With On Demand, your guide to rebooting radio. I wish I had known that it's the little things are not that important. You know what I mean? So just don't worry about some of the little things that happen because it's, it's not that big of a deal. If you treat people right and you feel like you did a good job at the end of the day, that's about all you can do. Brandwith On Demand, rebooting radio with a different take on all radio can be. Now your guides through the mediamorphosis, David Martin, and author of the book Brandwith, media branding coach, Kipper McGee. Will Hike and Wall have been doing radio together for almost 25 years, count them. They've won a couple of those crystal-looking bullet trophies from the CMA, and they've had the highest-rated radio show in the country. Aaron and Tim's brand of humor is pretty twisted. Not afraid to go out and frolic in the left field from time to time, so don't take these two guys too seriously because they don't either. But we can all learn from their experience. Brand with one demand is proud to welcome Darren Wilhite and Tim Wall, known to their fans as Wilhite and Wall. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey, man. How's it going? Doing great and glad you're with us. So question, how did you guys first team up? And more importantly, what's kept the show going after all these years? I'll let Tim well, answer I that got, one. Yeah, this is Tim. And I got to tell you that I had to beg Darren to team up with me. It was uh, <laughs> back in the day, uh, I was the program director for AKIX in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Okay. And I needed a morning partner. And Darren worked at the pop station cross town doing nights. So I would hear him all the time because I wasn't on at that time. Sure. I was doing mornings. Yeah. So I, I knew who he was. And we met once at a media softball game and, you know, talked for a little bit. And I, I needed somebody. And I told the general manager, said, hey, I'm going to call this guy Darren Wilhite. He, he did voices. He sounded great on the radio. He had great ratings. So I called him up. and I said, hey, it's Tim Wall. You know, I know you know this station, Kicks 104. Uh, I need somebody to work mornings with me. So we got together and we met. And it was like a no-brainer because our station had a 25 share at the time. And so to me, it was like this. It's like you ask somebody's parents for permission to marry their daughter. And it's just a formality, right? Right. And the parents say no, okay? Oh. So I'm like, what? What do you mean no? You didn't offer up a couple of cows and a goat for me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I didn't have much to offer other than that. But uh, so I said, hey, listen, you know what? If you want to think about it, think about it. And Aaron, you take it from there. I actually went on vacation. I, I told him no, because I had just gotten a raise and the station really liked me and I was very loyal to him. And my wife and I was freshly married and we went on vacation to Florida and we drove from Arkansas, Fayetteville, that's where we started, all the way to Jacksonville, Florida. And on the way, I kept hearing these morning shows like, hey, it's freaking frack in the morning and you're listening to the morning flakes and all that. And I told my wife that, I said, you know what? I think I can do that. And I think I can be as hopefully as bad as these guys. If these guys are doing it, I don't think they're that great. I can suck that bad. And uh, I came back with a different attitude and I called him and I said, let's talk one more time. And then I said, yeah, let's do it. And it created some bad blood between a couple of stations, but uh, it was for the better for all of us. And how do you keep it going? I don't know, man. We've been lucky. We we share the same sense of humor, and we have totally different backgrounds. I'm a city guy. Darren's a small-town country guy. We bring different things to the table, but we have the same sense of humor, I think, and that's helped a lot, I think. We look at everything with a, a set of eyes that, okay, we can get this point across, 
that's serious, but we can also put a twist to it where we're not making fun of it. We're just finding the common denominator of it and finding the humor in it, which if you know anybody that's in radio, anybody that does comedy, they can find a twisted way to find anything funny from a a funeral to, you know, a, a kid falling down, scraping their knee. But we never go to the point, you know, I think one listener described as the best way. They said, you guys walk right up to the line without going over it. Sometimes we might stick a toe over it, but generally that's what we do. We just try to find the humor in everything. And that's, that's what we're good at. And that's what we've stuck to. And you've got an interesting concept too, that you use with your affiliates playing your music with your content. How is it that stations uh, make that happen? How does it work? We looked at our show and because of our backgrounds, I'm a music nerd. Tim is a uh, classic rocker, but we both love country. I mean, I grew up listening to country and rock and pop, and you won't find many people that knows the 1980s music and 70s like I do. So the way we do our show, I kept thinking that we could do this on a classic rock station. In fact, we are on a classic rock station in Cameron, Missouri, and wildly more successful than I thought it would be. We could do that. And so when we put our show together out there for syndication, we thought, you know, we're really not pigeonholed into one vernacular. We're talking to the same woman, whether she loves George Strait or whether she loves Bruno Mars, we're doing pretty much the same show. So that was kind of where we came up with that. Aha. Uh-huh. So if I'm at a station, how does it work on that end? Uh, we do the breaks. And for our syndicated stations, we have a kind of a two-tier thing. You can have a uh, local uh, Will Hike Mall show where we will outro the songs. You send us the logs. We'll say, hey, that was George Strait or that was Bruno Mars. And we'll do like the little uh, local isms where you say, hey, coming up this Friday night, the farmer's market is going to be open at six o'clock. Come on out and get a pumpkin. Mm-hmm. And then I'll say, I'm Darren. And then he'll say, I'm Tim. Where he says, I'm Tim, all that is the content that every station will get. But it's that first half that we localize. And for our barter stations, they get pretty much a generic show where we're just saying, hey, it's Will Hyde Mall. Hope you're having a great Monday. I'm Darren. And I'm Tim. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So you won't have to kill us telling us that, will you? Oh, no. We, we would tell that to anybody. In fact, it's on our website, uh, Rock Castle Media. You know, your content, our breaks. That's, that's it, pure and simple. Okay, so you're on a bunch of stations doing different formats. Obviously, that means you got a whole bunch of different PDs. How do you deal with having so much input, and do they all have your hotline number? It's a little bit different than if you're just working for one station where, you know, the PD has a lot of control and a lot of say over the show. They pretty much know what they're going to get from us, and we don't rock the boat. So they don't have to worry about content. If there's something you know special they need, you know we're there to do that for them. Or if there's something that they definitely don't want on their radio station, we can do that for them. But by and large, it's not a lot. We're not getting inundated with calls from program directors. Uh, when they do want to change some imaging or change up the radio station some, we'll go to the end of the earth to help them out and record what they needed to record to get it done. So in fact, uh, what he said, we probably cut, we've had more conversations about, Hey, can you guys cut a liner for this fundraiser we have than, uh, Hey, I really didn't like that bit you guys did where you said fart, you know? So, mm-hmm. well, to take full advantage of your show then, Darren, what should they be doing in terms of getting fresh liners and promo stuff to you? 
send us, email us, my phone line. Everybody has my phone number. Everybody has my email. You know, tell me that uh, the football team's undefeated. We'll, uh, you know, we'll mention it. We'll, we'll cut liners. Hey, there's a fundraiser for the kids going to state. They're taking a pet bus, you know, let us know. That's the one thing that I tell people on the front. The more information you give us, the more local it's going to sound. So shifting gears, you guys have been in the business and certainly been around the block more than once. What would you say is the single best advice each of you has gotten for making radio a career and keeping relevant moving forward? Wow. You know, I think it's the simplest thing in the world for me is when I first started out, the, the guy who hired me said, you know what? I just want you to be yourself. Just be yourself on the air. He said, that's a pretty cool thing that you get to do because a lot of guys on the radio don't get to. They're supposed to be this person. They're supposed to act like this. They're supposed to be a flamethrower and yell and scream. He goes, but I just, he goes, I, I like your humor. I like what you come up with. You're witty. So just be yourself for me. And I've been able to do that. And uh, I think that's kind of the thing that when you hear Darren and I doing our show, that'd be kind of the same thing. We'd be sitting around maybe talking about uh, if we were watching TV together and watching a show or watching a news thing, you know, do you see that? So I, I get to be myself and I like that. For me, the best advice I got was talk to the listener. Don't talk at them. Les Acre, uh, you know, we worked with Les at WIBK in Knoxville. Les was a, a great mentor to us and, and told us a lot of little things. And he did it in a way of, instead of saying that was wrong, the way you said that he would say, Hey, won't you try to say it this way next time and see how that works out? And the vast improvements that we had in our show, you know, we thought we were hot stuff then and we weren't. We had no idea what, who we were, what we were doing until we started working with Les. And Les, he took us under his, uh, I don't want to say under his arm, he took us under his pit and uh, <laughs> just said, hey, here you go, guys, try it this way. And he was so patient with us. They hated us the first year we were in Knoxville and it was a struggle. And finally, around football season, things started to come together. And then uh, we won a CMA the next year. Then after that, we never looked back. What happened in Knoxville, we replaced the guy who was on the morning show for 38 years. Mm. And he was the first voice on that radio station. So I don't blame everybody for, you know, I think they might have hired us thinking, well, these guys are not going to work. So the next guys will. But we were both of those. We were the next guys as well. We stuck around. And like Darren said, after a little bit, you know, people were like, hey, these guys are all right. And I think we were just nice to everybody and they were nice back. Well, you got to mention this, that we our very first day on the air was April the 1st. And oh, we yeah. said they did that intentionally. <laughs> that way, if we were really bad, they'd come out. Oh, no, that was just a joke. That was an April Fool's joke. The new morning show will be in three weeks. <laughs> right. Yeah. The remarkable Wilhite and Wall. Wow. They were suggested by a former guest of ours, the unconsultant Keith Hill. You know, that world famous guy. Featured on episode 54, by the way. You can go back and check it out. Somebody you'd like to hear from, we'd love to hear your suggestions. Email us at show at brandwithondemand.com. And to get the complete show notes, including the guest bio, links, and information that you won't get anywhere else, just text the word notes on demand, one word, notes on demand to 44222. Notes on demand, 44222. Coming up, Darren and Tim share some things they know now they really wish they'd known way back when. 
Hi, this is Dave Tyler from Music Master Scheduling, here with another Music Master raving fan. Hi, I'm Jeff McCarthy, Vice President of Programming for Duke Wright's Midwest Communications. Why do we succeed? Using Music Master for over 30 years. There, now you know our secret. Ready to become a Music Master raving fan? Get in touch at musicmaster.com slash sales. The stuff we know now, we wish we'd known then. Brandwood On Demand. Darren and Tim, what's the one thing that each of you know right now that you really wish you'd known way back in the beginning? Tim's going to have a funnier answer, so I'm going to let him go first. Well, I don't know about that. That's a really good question. I wish I had known that it's the little things are not that important. You know what I mean? So just don't worry about some of the little things that happen because it's, it's not that big of a deal. If you treat people right, and you feel like you did a good job at the end of the day, that's about all you can do. And luck plays into it a lot and um, just have fun. And I think I was able to do that. But the I, question I think is, just, do you know about me now that you didn't know then? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not telling them what I know about you now. Uh, <laughs> okay. For me, when I first started working with him, you know, I listened to his show a little bit in the morning because I had a, another job because like radio, we all had second jobs. And I would hear his show and I think, okay, that guy's kind of funny. And I always heard people talking about them, you know, and I thought he can't be that funny. And I thought he's stealing material from somebody. And then years down the line, I learned quickly that he's one of the sharpest tools in the shed when it comes to, there's been times where we had 30 seconds left in a song. I said, we need a punchline for this break. And he was like, uh, okay, I got it. And he would come up with just the greatest punchline ever. I think some of that rubbed off on me. I saw how he worked. And, uh, but I had no idea how funny and how solid the guy is where I can be, uh, the busier I am, the better off I am because I tend to overthink things. And he's the type that's been like, well, you know what? Let's not worry about it. Let's just see how it goes. Yeah, those are both valuable lessons, no doubt about it. Yep. Thanks to the very talented guys, Will Height and Wall. There's something else. For more background, links to hear Will Height and Wall in action and five things you should know before launching a network show. I get those Texas. Notes on demand four four two two two. That's notes on demand to four four two two two. As always, our thanks to executive producer Cindy Huber. And coming up next, he's a major market PD turned group radio executive, most recently the EVP of strategy and innovation for Beasley. And next time he joins us from Buzz Night Media. Buzz Night. That's a rap tipper. We can all learn by journaling. You know, think about it. Well, we will in the One Minute Marketizing. Find it in the show notes at brandwithondemand.com. I'm Dave Martin. And I'm Kipper McGee. May all your brand with be wide. And in the end, the profits you take are built upon. or redistribution of brand with on demand without the express written consent of the producers is greatly appreciated Brandwood on demand not your average quarter hour Dave Martin